Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. <laughs> okay, <laughs> this is Americans for Cannabis and the Freedom to Garden Leaders conference call. Um, all right, I, let me go see where the where my agenda list is. <laughs> we don't know what the agenda is. <laughs> yeah, you got it written down somewhere. Uh, let's see. Okay. Roll call. American for well, for, first before we do the roll call, well, it's being recorded, so we don't need someone to take notes and stuff. Okay. All <laughs> right, so let's go ahead and, and do the the roll call here. Let me get back into my other screen so I can see. Okay. How are we going to do this? I guess I'll just try and call you guys all out. Uh Rollin Gray. Hello, nice to be here. Okay. Welcome. Mary Thomas Spears. That would be me. Okay. Hi, Mary. Kenneth Pillar. Right here. Kimberly Crab. Right here. Okay. Jamie Boyd. Here. Hi, I'm here. Bernard. I'm here. And Robert Olander. Here. Okay, and and me, uh, Carrie Prophet, and that makes... There's eight of us online right now on the call. Good turn. Okay, so let's go ahead and get this started. i got to keep switching between screens here. All right, let's go ahead and start with a report and update from from New York, Kimberly Krep. I know she's been doing a lot, getting a lot put together up there, so let's go ahead and, and hear from her on that. Well, so far we got a public access TV show coming out pretty soon, and we'll start going into the studio on Saturday to learn how to edit. Okay. In production. So within the next month, month and a half, I'll have contact on the air. Um, we got a lot of press from the pot march, a lot of positive press, uh, making a lot of connections with some older repealers in New York State, like uh, like Joe Barton and Paul Gloria, Aaron Kay. You know, so we're trying to put together some big stuff, maybe a good festival. Just trying to navigate the city's insurance policy at this point because the city wants a $1 million insurance policy in order to throw an event. Okay. So the only way I can get that $1 million paid or get a hold of it is to have the city actually co sponsor it. And so um, 
working on trying to find an angle that would make it interesting to them, or that we'll get some definite, you know, name brand acts up here for free and turn it into like a community event, like a freedom festival. Ideally, I'd like to do it on September 5th because it's a Saturday. So turn it into like a jury notification event. I'm also working with the Freedom Post Party. Your fingers have been in them. So it's going pretty well so far. Uh, a million dollar pay. <laughs> yeah. That. On top of the okay. permit fee. That's now, just the insurance. The permit fee is like $400. Wow. Now, now, what about that public access TV? Is uh, what what kind of content's going to be on there? Um, it's going to be on repeal. I'm also going to do um, content that's relative towards to New York and our area, like the Tarzan trains. Have other activists come on from different different types of activists don't understand how cannabis can be applied into their industry. Like, do we all know what Tarzans are? And the Tarzan right. trains, uh, they come here to our port of Albany. And if there was ever a disaster, it would affect our city, you know, and we're not really prepared for Our city isn't prepared for something to happen down at the port. Like, it would be a total disaster. And um, I would like to get the Tarzan people up here to speak about these issues and also educate them because you can't say, hey, we don't want Tarzans without having a viable alternative. What's an alternative to oil and and sludge oil? And we said, cannabis. Cannabis can make the same product they can. So, okay, you want to have your have your protests, let's give them an alternative that they can ask for. And then that'll bring them onto our team. All right, we didn't know you can make the same products for cannabis. Okay, it's a natural resource. All right, so now, while there's a calcium train, will be hemp, not oil. Cannabis, not oil. And that's how we can start bringing people from other areas into our fold. Because, you know, cannabis isn't just for pot smokers. And six people. Yep. Right. Yeah. I've read some. I've read some articles on uh, the the use of cannabis for for um, oil. I don't know mm-hmm. if I'm supposed to be interrupting right now. That's but right. but there is an issue as far as uh, the amount of land and water and things like that used to grow it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that we shouldn't do it because, for instance, hop. That go that are used in beer are grown primarily for that. Mm-hmm. So there's no other use for for that crop other than to make beer. So when they try to tell us that, well, y'all just want to get high, just point that out. Hops, y'all just want to get high too. Yeah, and my angle with that is, you know, cannabis is versatile enough to be introduced into any industry. Our farmers have been promised, you know, since since the since the railroad era, the farmers have been promised a thing called the American agrarian myth where come farm land, you'll be successful and self-sufficient, and it's never oh. happened. You know, Hold, on just, hold, There's hold on just hold, hold on just a second. I'm having a hard time understanding what you're saying because uh, you may have your mouth too close to the phone, but you're kind of... Uh, Turning together, yeah. Breaking up uh, on me, yeah. Can you hear me now? Yeah. 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 Uh, Basically, cannabis can be entered into any industry. Every industry is already taxed and regulated. 
You know, our, our farmers have been promised the agrarian myth since, since the government started pimping farming to people. And so we have plenty of farmers, plenty of land, plenty of people that's already struggling and available to enter this industry. You know, we have milk farmers, you know, people, dairy farmers that have to get subsidies in order to dump their milk because they can't afford to sell their milk. Mm-hmm. You know, so we have all this land, we have all these individuals that are already able to do it. So it's not that we're, we don't have the land. We have plenty of the land. There's people that unknowingly are ready to enter this industry no matter what. And these right. industries, like I keep saying, are already taxing labor. There's, no you know, there's no need for any other tax, any other regulation on the planet that can be entered into any industry because these industries are already taxed and regulated. You want to sell it in the market. Right. You have to right. have already set up. You want to sell it in steel. Hey, that's already set up in some areas when you want to sell fuel. You know, it's it's versatile enough, so there's absolutely no reason for any type of added legislature. All it needs to do is be repealed, and everyone gets ahead. You know, and and Kim and I talked about this the other day. You know, we were saying, well, if people grow enough of their own weed, they're not going to, you know, the economy is going to fail because people are going to be able to have their own weed, have their own medicine. But when people are able to be self-sufficient, they spend their extra money on Okay, okay, okay. Before we get too far off track here, let's save some of that for the general discussion. Yeah, and I I was wondering, who's that? Is that Kim still speaking? Yeah, Yeah. that that was Kim. And uh, we've got all this uh, farming going on in New York. Yeah, there's plenty of farmland in New York. People just don't understand that we're not a major... No, there's lots of it up there, but I didn't know how much of it was actually still being used as farmland. It's not being used as farmland because the farmers can't farm. The dairy industry can't sell their milk. They have to get subsidies from... You know, we have to say, if the farmers didn't get their subsidies from the government, milk is going to be $10 a gallon. I know a lot of them are subsidized not to farm. So, right, yeah, right. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right, so, so let's go ahead. Hey, production. Let's go ahead and save that for the general discussion. I mean, yeah, or, or, or will, or we can sit here and go on with this forever. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> but all right, so so for Kim, so you need a million dollars for insurance. And then for what was it, four hundred for the permit? Yeah, I can get the permit she lives on the political party. Okay. I'm, I'm with the Freedom First Party. Okay. So Say I that can one more time. Waived, but I can't get the insurance fee waived. That's why I have to try to get the city to co-sponsor. Yeah, yeah. So you're trying to get the city to co-sponsor. Yeah. And then, and then you got the public access TV thing going, yeah. and. You uh, went to the Global Marijuana March? Yes, I did. Okay. All right. Okay, so so that's our update from New York. Who was in charge of that one? Huh? Dana Bell, he was in charge of that march. Yeah, he wasn't, though. It was Leap and Normal that was in charge of it. Wow. Really? He, he wasn't in charge. 
I don't think I like that. Right. But, okay, so let's move on. The next order of business is the Texas repeal bill, and Representative, uh, I think his name's David Simpson. Are you telling me Dana Bell get March back this year? He did not get that March back this year. Okay, moving on. Dana Bell did not cover the Global Marijuana March. <laughs> so moving on, Texas repeal bill and Representative Simpson. Uh, I don't know if anybody read the Texas repeal bill from Representative Simpson, but it was freaking awesome. Yep. All he did, did was went in there and removed cannabis from the... The, the funniest the, thing is, is being originally from Texas, I, would, I guess the only thing that's really going to get it moving is the whole religion ordeal. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I mean, honestly, I'm looking at it and I'm amazed, but I love what he did. Yeah. And it's and it's made it to calendar, so um, yeah, it, 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 it has more it. motivation than the decriminalization bill Okay, right now. it did make it to calendar? Mm-hmm. I thought it was called dead. No, that is the repeal bill, or not the repeal, the, uh... It is not... 2165, yeah, no, it was, uh, from what, unless I'm completely... I just looked it up two days ago, and and according to the, the, uh, whatever that website is that keeps all that stuff, a record of all that stuff... Yeah, the, the Texas State. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and that would stink because the last that uh, I heard, but that was a week ago. If it's changed, you know how quickly this stuff goes. Yes, ma'am. Right, yes, Um, A week Uh, ago, it was being moved into committee for the calendars. Right, and then it it died before it got to calendars. Before it got to calendars. how I understand it. Yeah. They killed it. Does anybody know why it was killed? Don't know. No, I haven't Uh, heard anything. Um. There is a guy who was kind of keeping me up with that, that I can see what all he knows about it. Yeah, I can check. I've, I've got a couple people down there, but they're okay. pu- they're helping to push the other one, so. Oh, no. What is yeah. the other one? Um, there's a decriminalization bill um, that would take everything down to, uh, if you have less than a certain amount, like a civil infraction, and then there's a limited uh, medical bill. Sure. Right. Of course, there's a limit. Those two are on are on almost all states, right? Yeah. But I, I think we should uh, contact the representative Simpson and and let him know, you know, that that we were paying attention to his bill and that you know just whatever that we were happy that he did it. So we support what he did, yeah. Well, right. I, I and, ma- and maybe I drop him off a copy him. of the. Uh, I've I've definitely tagged him, you know, in in Facebook posts and comments, hoping that he'll get a gander at what we're doing, because uh, he's right on track with us, even though he's using the uh, the religious argument, <laughs> right? Which, which that you know it works. Yes, it does. It, it, it's a decent. It's his argument actually is a great argument, right? Mm-hmm. Even though I don't believe in God. Far, <laughs> his argument's not too far from the web of life argument <laughs> that Ron Kiefer did, or uh, that Sanctuary ends up on. 
Yeah. I agree, except that I, I, I really feel strongly that we need to fight this on a liberty basis, and you can use religious freedom and all that stuff in that in that in that group, but it's not. We can't fight for you know. We all know this. We can't just fight for the medical users. Yeah. We can't just fight for the religious users. We have no. to fight for me to get high. Yeah, we got to fight for everybody. Uh, the religious yeah. We really do. That's the thing is the religious argument doesn't single anyone out. No, it doesn't no. exactly. Right, right. I, I want to I jump in on that and everything. There's a, uh, here in Hawaii, there's a Reverend Nancy uh, has a uh, case going to the uh, Ninth Circuit Court and everything on the religious grounds. We had a guy, Roger, Roger Christie, in prison for three years, the same thing, but he, he was a snafu. He was selling to tourists and to kids and stuff like that. Yeah, and so Roger he went too far, and he crossed the lines, and there's a fine line between um, sacramental use and um, tourism and uh, profit. And that's not a fine line, man. That's a huge, big old border. Yeah, right. that's not a fine line. Anytime oh. you cross over into the marketplace, you're you're right where Congress has the right to be. You right. Know? Yeah, that's uh, why we should definitely make sure that. I mean, if nothing else, we. Uh, you know, that's why I like what uh, Kathleen Chippy and Donna Lambert are doing. They're not exactly going about it how we would, but they are trying to change what legalization is about. Right. And they are trying to make the legislation better. So, I mean, but uh, that's a conversation we're going to have later, too. So, um, um. So let, let's go ahead and move okay. on. Uh, well, uh, I just wanted to say, well, since we were talking about it, I did get on and look, and uh, <laughs> the legislature online in Texas does not have it dead yet. Okay. Okay. Ooh. Well, th- then uh, get us some information, who we who we need to call, get that kind of information, okay. and you're post looking, it to the deal, and, right. and maybe we can make, uh, make up some banners or something to get spread around the internet with that call information on it and stuff. Okay, yeah, I'll get a hold. I mean, I, I, I hate reaching out to some of these other people because of the way they go, but if I can at least get a little more information, and I'm sure that they're already more involved in it from there than I am here, so. Okay. Okay. All right. Hold on a second. I'm on bill... Relating to repealing marijuana offenses, prohibiting the sale or distribution of marijuana to a minor, creating criminal offenses. That is Simpson's bill. Yeah, Simpson. Yeah. Yeah. Let me look here because I swear actions. The 507, the decriminalization bill did die, but it was brought back. Okay. And... uh, somehow, and I don't know, I don't know how what happened at the last minute that went ahead and got it sent to calendar. Okay. But the 507, which is the decriminalization bill, did die for a little bit, and then uh, I, I didn't follow. I did see uh, where uh, Cliff put up, put out that it was picked back up. So uh, I will find out more about that. Okay. All right. Good. And then Here, here's try and keep exactly, us updated with that. Here's exactly what has happened with that bill. Yeah. It says it was filed, bill filed 
Simpson on 3-2-2015, Stage 2, Bill reported out of House Committee on Criminal Jurisprudence with vote of five A's and two nays, zero present not voting, zero absent. Stage 3 has not been reached, Stage 4, Stage 5, yeah. Stage 6, and Stage 7 have not yeah, been Yeah, right now it's going to calendars, and the House will see it next. So. Right. Okay. All okay. right. Yeah. So I was wrong. I'm sorry. Oh, no, it's all, all good. Right. Yeah, well, that, it's been well, weird great. bouncing back and forth down there, guys. Right. Yeah. So so if Jamie can just get us some uh, information put together that we can get out and help get that thing going. Okay. Yep. And, uh, okay, next is the new home website. Uh, I had problems with – I'm actually still having problems with the database here, so I may have to contact HostGator and have them straighten this shit out for me. But uh, I changed the new home site, and now when you go to americansforcannabis.com, it don't take you to the Make It Lawful site no more. Uh, you you actually have to have the slash Make It Lawful at the end to go there. Okay. And we also have the um, Natural Rights site, which is the Freedom to Garden and uh, I think what I'm going to try and do is make the Make It Lawful site where we handle, like, business with nullification and and uh, law and stuff like that. And then we'll have the Americans for Cannabis, which will basically be a home base for all of it, but it'll try and focus more on the descheduling and repealing. And then we'll have the Freedom to Garden site to promote, uh, you know, self-sustainability, gardening. Mm, Non-GMO, that kind of, yeah. Right, and that yeah. kind of stuff. And and maybe we can make use of the three main sites that we do have already that way. I'm, I'm curious, folks. Um, with... A with GMO stuff, I know this is off topic again, but uh, with GMO stuff, should we be promoting prohibition? <laughs> I, I don't know about that, but we definitely, you know, it's like my dad said, and I know we're still off the subject here, but my, my dad was saying something about a bill that required labeling, and I said, you know, I mean, I think they should be labeled. I just don't know if we should use government force to do it right, I think or yeah. if we Remember. should be using our market power because we have the power to change that shit without the state. Consumer I mean, we can, stop, we can stop consuming their and buying their products, and, and that will yeah. raise volume. I mean, right. I, I kind of see it the same way as the other, you know. If people really do want to, okay, but don't force me to because other people are. Right, right, yeah, and I think we should know what's in our food. I mean, mm-hmm. exactly. <coughs> oh yeah, and I'm not gonna say I never. I I drink cokes and stuff, you know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I have a horrible diet. All guys. I can say about that is, is I just use coke to clean a sink full of ketchup. <laughs> oh, thank you, Mary. It's good about for that it. too. <laughs> I'm your colon. Coke will strip that inch of rust off them cast iron pans that's been sitting in my building for 18 years. It'll shine chrome, too. It'll remove that. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay, that was the 
New, okay, new home yeah. website. Let's mm-hmm. move on. Oh, uh, D here says anything else I think of between now and then. I ain't thought one, of nothing else yet. One more thing on the home website. I was looking around on it, and you were mentioning the Make It Lawful, or Make it lawful site and all that. Are there links on the home page to get to those places? Yes, absolutely. I see. I see one for natural right, but when you when you mouse over the one that has all the, I guess they didn't know we were seeds. Um, that goes straight back to Americans for Cannabis. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the the one that kind of that's just a banner that has all of our logos on it. Okay, I, I just oh, there's the Make It Lawful link. Yeah, there there's several links on there to the old Make It Lawful main page. Okay. 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 All right. Yep. I just so, didn't read into the text down there at the bottom. So moving it. on, then uh, the freedom to garden. Um, well, I wish we had Ron here, <laughs> but uh, I guess he's not going to call Ron. in today. He may need a little more time. That's okay. I'm going to call into his show Wednesday. <laughs> there you go. Okay, and uh, so what? What I what I'd like to discuss now is uh, getting some of us together to work on a state template that that anyone in any state could basically take and just put in their state name and use it. That's well, what I'm looking to do. No, I. That sounds good. Are you planning on? You know, looking at it and using it for a template for Kentucky, so. I noticed something when I was looking up how to how to actually, um, uh, what's it called, um, how to write or how to file, um, um, not a petition, but uh, whatchamacallit. Um, Initiative? Anyway. A legislative bill? Yes, there are several, uh, because of different states having different laws and different um, uh, protocols or whatever you call it, procedures, uh, the wording for one state may have to be different than another state. So we're going to have to, I don't know how to get around that. Well, you can generalize it and it'll work for, you know, if you generalize it, um, then, you know, it can work as an overall template for all states, and then those states can adjust, you know. Right, um, right. To their state law, you know. Well, I haven't even figured out how to file a damn thing, so. Eventually, this is going to boil down to uh, um, the Commerce Clause, and things are going to be going from state to state and everything, interstate instead of intrastate. So, uh um, anybody that's versed on the Commerce Clause and everything, uh, um, I am a little bit, uh, um, that could be put into this template. I think it's very important. Sure. That's that's the thing, though. Um, this whole commerce issue, we, supposedly we did authorize them to to regulate commerce. But yeah, we authorized we need, them to regulate commerce, but then after but that... But they're trying to put the cart before the horse in this situation. Because right. what happened was they stole this crop from the people, not yeah. just here in the U.S., all over. 
Claude. stole the crop from the people, and now they want to talk about commerce issues and things like that, which was, that's why they did it in the first place. So marijuana so tax that. commerce clause to steal the crop from the people. That's the Right, issue. that marijuana tax that. Right. But the the thing is, is that um, just the same way they use the words to steal the crop from the people with commerce clause and the tax act and all this shit, you can use those same word, use their same words, only differently, to steal it back. You know, it's that simple. It's how it's worded. You know. Right. Well, we're not actually stealing it back. We're um. We're taking we, it. Yeah, we're uh, we're confiscating our property. Yeah. yeah. But the, as I was saying, let's put it. When the, when they're trying to legalize, that's literally putting the cart before the horse because we've talked about this. We have to restore our liberties, and then we can talk about commerce. So the key word is repeal. There's right. key words of repeal, nullify, void. You know, it, mm-hmm. and it's you know how, the order in which these words are used. You know. Um, right. So, and of course, when you regulate when you regulate the right to commerce, you have to restrict the right to commerce. You know. Correct. Boy, they've made a mess. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that yeah. We were all involved somehow. We we've lived a series yeah. of lifetimes. Invo- involved involved in the sense that some of us were ignorant. Some of us were me, for instance. Uh, I spent the first part of my life just smoking weed and getting high and having a good time. And and uh, then you know when I when in 2007 I got woke up. And, wow. Uh, and read Jack Harris' book and, and who's uh, saying this? Robert. Robert. Yes. <laughs> seven. What? Two thousand and seven's when you were woke up. Yes. Man. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I took a big leap. I mean, I went from. I went from being a legalizer because I was like, wow, we got to fucking legalize this shit. Blah, 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 blah. And then I was like, wait, I talked to, uh, talked to what's his name at, at Normal St. Pierre oh, in, an God. Email, in an email and was trying to find out why you guys, why aren't you guys going for like, I, was, I used the term full legalization back then, but I was like, right. why aren't y'all doing that? Oh, we can't do that. Blah, 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 blah. I was like, that's all bullshit. <laughs> all bullshit. So I figured out that they were fucking us. And right. uh so that's when I that's when I turned around and I wrote that thing repeal or legalize marijuana and, and some of that other stuff that I have in my notes. Um and that, that probably needs some revision too because I think I used the term legalization way too much. Or maybe I well, maybe it's the wording. I don't know but but it works. I mean people we were forced is the word full legalization for a while mm-hmm. uh, 
because people refuse, even now, today, 2015. Well, I was actually pushing for the whole tax regulation control thing. You understand actually... the difference between the two words and think that right. the words same damn part. It didn't, no. take me long, it didn't take me long to catch on. Probably by 2008, 2009, I'd already changed my views. Oh, yeah. Okay. I was like, wait, y'all been fucking around with this shit for 40 years? <laughs> and this is as far as you've gotten? What are you doing? Something something ain't right. Sounds like somebody's scamming. Keeping prices high. Well, oh, I can tell you after this semester in political science, I view absolutely everything about politics in a completely different light. <laughs> I bet. Uh, it's amazing. Politics is just... Corruption. Wow. It's the mafia. It wow. Oh, goodness gracious. Every every time it comes back to it, you know, when you're dealing with political science, you know, the communist is the utopian, you know. Oh, it's very interesting. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Yeah. Nobody does right. Nobody does wrong. They define it very well, but um, there's no way to – political science doesn't even look to figure out what the best government would be. It just defines what is. And um, I think that it's time to change that shit. Yep. By far, because just because we have a legitimate government that has too damn many people scared of them doesn't mean that we're okay. Right. Anyway, personal opinion about my classes. Sorry. <laughs> I like it. I agree. Uh, yeah, political science. I, I can't, I'm not doing political science anymore. I think I'm going to go to communication. <laughs> there you go. That's where you need to be. Yep. But I'm gonna keep studying. But yeah, the uh I had printed that thing out a while ago. I think that uh whenever I did read through it, I think that finding a way to fit it into each state and having it introduced is a good way so, to think about it. So you, you study political science, does that does that teach you anything about doing that sort of thing and getting things like that going or Well it teaches you how the vast majority of the politicians and why the system works like it does, no matter how much you think it should work differently. Huh, good, yeah. Awesome. I'm unmuted. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Everybody was muted. I didn't hear anybody. Oh. Oh. I was dead for a moment. Gary? Gary muted? Gary? Who else is muted besides Carrie? Who's here? I'm here. I'm here. This is Bernard. Jamie's here. 
So we have Jamie. Is that Kimberly that said I'm here? Yeah. Mary. Okay. okay. Yeah. Jamie, Kimberly, Bernard, and Robert. Hello? Hello. God damn. I pressed mute on my own phone. I've been trying to get you guys to fucking be silent for like 15 fucking minutes. All right. That's not going to work. All right. Well, we lost. uh, There were. There's only six people on the call now. They probably thought thought the call ended because it went dead. It went dead silent. Yeah. Well. I mean, I don't know what to say. Uh, you guys are just, you're, you're taking this way, 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 way out of the fucking line here. I mean, we got business to take care of, I hope. Yeah, and I yeah. apologize for that. Me too. Um, I didn't. All right, Kentucky's called back in. We're supposed you there, to Mary? anything else I can think of. Mary? Yeah, my battery died, and I had to set the phone on the charger. Okay, and we... uh, It looks like Greg just dropped out. (laughs) And he's back. As soon as it unmutes him. You there, Rollin? Hello? Hello, this is uh, Kenny in Hawaii. I'm back on. Okay. And... Is Roland? Roland left. Fuck, man. God damn it. Yeah, I... I All right, I wanted to talk to Roland. Okay, well, hold on. Maybe he'll be back. Maybe he's just having difficulties like the rest of us. Well, uh, uh, the difficulty is is that everybody wants to get off of track here, and my phone was on mute, so I couldn't get you guys to shut up. <laughs> I guess you couldn't hear me fucking cussing you out. <laughs> oh, I wish I could have. I didn't see any of it. <laughs> so we, don't, we don't have any control over your mute button. Right, well, I'm talking my, the mute on my phone was ha- somehow got... Turned on. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, I know. Okay, but um, all right. Well, I was hoping Greg would stick around. I really wanted to talk to him about his ordeal uh, during notification. But okay, well, I guess we're going to move on. Okay, we talked. We talked about the Freedom to Garden State template. Uh, I don't think there's any changes to be discussed yet or any other updates without without Ron here. It's kind of hard uh, hard to know if there's been any changes suggested. So we're going to go ahead and move on. State leaders, okay, this, this is the part where you guys can uh, – I want introductions, update news, or questions from – each of our state leaders, and uh, I'll just go through each one of you, call your name, and you can introduce yourself, give us any updates or news or questions that you have. And then after that, we'll move on to the general discussion, and then we'll talk about the next meeting, uniting of friends and allies, and... uh, 
hosting on TalkShoe, and whether it should be private, public, or recorded or not. Okay, so let's get through this. Uh, let me go ahead and start with Robert. If you have any, go ahead and introduce yourself and let us know of any updates in your area. I'm Robert Olander. I'm in Oklahoma, or I'm in uh, Edmond, Oklahoma, around Oklahoma City. Um, there is not too much going on here. A lot of legalization, uh, if that, and uh, that's about it. I haven't really been in the loop too much lately because of family issues and, and life issues, but, but I'm trying to get back into it and catch up, so that's where I am. Next. Next. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. I was I was doing something Reading. over here. Well, yeah, I was trying to get Greg back online. Yeah, I, I just I I texted him uh, or messaged him through Facebook to see if we lost him. He he hasn't responded. He may not even be online. Right. Okay. Well, so we just, we're just gonna go ahead and move on. Uh, where was I? Where'd my agenda go? Agenda. You could say Int- you could say. Anybody have anything to say to Robert about what he said or any response? Right. Well, yeah, that's... Sure. I I wasn't really even listening. That's my bad. (laughs) Go go again, Robert. Say that. I I told you where I was. I told you my name. um, And I said there's not a whole lot going on as far as uh, cannabis. Um, initiatives in this area. Uh, okay, well, um, let me go ahead and speak to that then. Uh, Oklahoma has several things going on. <laughs> well, what I'm saying is, I said I was. I've been out of the loop. I've got a lot going right. on. But let, so I'll just go ahead and take my turn right now, and then we'll get on. So I, I'm Kerry Prophet. I'm also also from Oklahoma. Um, co-founder, and um, what we got going on in Oklahoma is uh, legalizers are gearing up for a, another round of initiatives. There are sev- there are three events in the next three months that are going on, uh, one in June, one in July, uh, one in May, one in June, and one in July. Uh, one is the weed stock. And one is the pot heard around the world, the pot smoke heard around the world, or the pot shot heard around the world, or something like that. And then we also got a rally for the Oklahomans for Health, which is medical marijuana, crappy-ass legislation that no one should be concerned with, but... (laughs) We should be concerned with, but you're right. Right. Okay, and so we do have some stuff coming up here in Oklahoma that okay, well, we probably know. won't be a part of. Now, I'm thinking of if we could, if Robert, if uh, we could maybe get our banners there to, I don't care about the Oklahomans for health, but those other two marches, uh, right. that would be great. If you'll send send me information on those, and I'll try to get some stuff arranged on that. 
All right. Because I, I, I think I heard something about the weed stock one, but I wasn't. I didn't realize it was. Is that here? Yeah, it's this. It's gonna be this year. It's uh, I think it's in July. Okay. Yeah. I was thinking that was up north. Nope, it's no. I they actually I uh, got admin access to the Weedstock Oklahoma page, so cool. Okay, good, good, good. Send me send me the information on those, on all those, and and I'll try to get on it. You don't have to do that right this moment, but. <laughs> Gary, you mute yourself again? Gary? Gary? Yes, I did mute myself again, (laughs) as a matter of fact. (laughs) I do not like this phone all of a sudden. All right, Bernard, if you're there, um, go ahead. Yeah, um, there's a uh, draft of a bill trying to pass around now in Michigan for legalization in 2016. They're going to try to get it on the ballot. And Ohio is really working hard to get theirs on the ballot for this year. And that's kind of why I started up the Ohio for Cannabis discussion because uh, I thought people wanted to talk about it and talk about the pros and cons of repeal other than legalization. And uh, there are no cons of repeal. (laughs) (laughs) But I just wanted to get discussion going there. Well, unless you're a slippery slope fear monger. (laughs) A lot of people in Michigan are getting busted because they're getting high in their car and they got medical cards and they don't understand why they're getting busted. <laughs> oh, man. It's like drinking and driving, you know, you can't. No, it is not. Drink, no, but it, it's not like drinking and driving. It's nowhere even close. No, it's yeah, not. Let me, let, me, but, let, me, let me butt in here for, for a second and everything. The actual Department of Justice uh, 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 definition of somebody that is smoking marijuana, smoking cannabis, sorry, Sorry, smoking cannabis uh, um, while driving. Their definition is the person drives too slow and obeys all the laws. (laughs) 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 That was good. So, uh, the other group I've been monitoring because Jessica doesn't have internet connection right now is Illinois. Okay. And they're doing pretty good over there, but, uh, you know, they pass medical through their legislature, and they have no grow rights. And uh, I'm talking about growing over there, just so people realize they have that option, okay? (laughs) Whether they're going to grow or not, that's up to them. But, you know, I don't think they're going to be supplied very well to begin with because there will be so much demand that it will be all sold out like Washington, D.C. They don't have a supply over there either. And uh, people have to settle for what's on the street mostly. And 
that's where the freedom to garden thing comes in because if people could grow their own, they would never have to leave home to get it, you know. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. Yep. And they well, have, not only not only that, but if people could grow their own, there'd be a a, a huge supply, which would drive down any kind of prices and such. That. Well, that's yeah. why you don't want you growing your own right there. <laughs> yes, ma'am. That is exactly why. <laughs> because if they can if they can limit supply, they can keep the prices high. That's okay. Of, Let, let's not get too far off track here, guys. We're going to have a I'm general discussion here in just a second. Um, Bernard, is that all you got right now? Yeah, pretty much. I'm kind of on the down low. You know, I I don't get out much. I work. Right. And uh, hopefully uh, my situation is going to change and uh, I'll get more plants going and get plants out to people that need them and stuff. And uh, that's kind of what my goal is. Okay. And, uh, you know, not trying to do things illegal, but... uh, Yeah, I was getting ready to ask you about that. Um, You're only distributing to states with legal legalization or... Yeah. Yeah. uh, I mean, that's safe for you. That's smart. Okay, so uh, I I guess we're going to move on. uh, Okay. Unless unless you have more to say, Bern. I'm done for now. Okay. (laughs) Thank Um, you. Jamie? Thank you. Yes. Um, All right. Well, yeah, for Texas, I guess we talked about that already, and I'll find out more of it. Um, Here in Colorado, most of the legislative stuff is why I tried bringing Kathleen in, because she's on the front range and at all those meetings. Um, When it comes to things that are happening here that we're still trying to get the mindset different, uh, the medical law just changed. Caregivers uh, now have to register the location of their grow, and they've asked all the patients to do the same. So I'm pretty sure that there's going to be a very interesting move in the state this year. Oh, wow. Um, uh, so what I am doing with where I'm at, um, I don't know if you guys know where the Four Corners is. It's kind of a very secluded, uh, nobody really thinks of this when they think of the West Slope. Right. They think of Grand Junction, and that's still four hours away from me. Um, but, uh, so I'm here. I've been working on our local people. Um, I, when it comes to the county commissioners, uh, they haven't allowed the commercial stuff in the county, which I can't argue with, um, but they've continued to allow people to grow. If you want to grow your own, you can still grow outdoors. And so oh, wow. we've been able to get that. Nice. Um, and the city is a totally different story. They've commercialized the poo out of it. I see that happening all over the state. Um, like I said, I went to the Cannabis Cup, and all you saw, like people only wanted the stuff from the shops you know, as a personal grower sharing their stuff, they wanted to go and buy something and come smoke that with you instead. And so it's all a big show. Like I said, the whole cannabis meets capitalism thing that they were pushing. Right. Yeah. It's my meeting. It's all GMO. <laughs> yeah. Um, that meeting. Um, but, uh, 
what I'm trying to do is make as many personal private private growers and uh, private patients specifically aware of uh, what the laws, because most of the laws that were changed this year on the medical were done at the request of law enforcement. And so we are, I'm doing my best to have people, everyone protected, make sure that uh, paperwork is in. And it stinks, but, you know, we still don't have to have red cards to be legal under Amendment 20. So we don't have to get into the state system. Wow, cool. But you do have to have a recommendation, and they they have allowed 99 plants. So there's a few good things. But when it comes to the legalization and regulation, regulation changes constantly. As caregivers, we've woken up three times um, breaking the law to the point that we had to give up being caregivers. And so I'm trying to get ideas into, like I say on everything I do, all I can do is plant a seed. Um, I'm attempting to uh, get a uh, writing position um, just to put put it out there every now and again with Skunk Magazine. They've liked what I've done so far. I don't know if you guys have ever read that. Um, but uh, I have not, but I will. And uh, But we're going to attempt to uh, just get that idea out there. I, I don't know how to force this on people. I've seen that it's not able to, but... Uh, I know the more people I talk to, probably four out of ten people I talk to agree. And so if we can get those people to stand up a little bit louder, which I know is what the group has always been missing. <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, that's what I know about Colorado. Um, hopefully I'll be able to get a hold of Kathleen with some more specific legislative updates and event updates. Okay. Awesome. All right. Good deal. All right. Um, who's next here? Um, Kimberly? Kimberly? Yeah. Kimberly? Yeah, I'm still here. You, you got it? You got anything you want to add other than what you've already said? Not really. We got, you know, just we got a bunch of events coming up. You know, we got the public access TV show that's a go. Okay. Uh, um, uh, as far as when we were on the pot march in the city, uh, it was only me and one other person that went there together. And within the first 15 minutes, we had 14 people with us supporting what we were saying, handing out my jury notification information for Fiji's. Uh-huh, you know, okay. So it, it's, all it is is when you get up there, and just like, like I said, they interviewed me on the news. So I did make the news. And I'm on a lot of the internet stuff. Uh, and what was good was they let us speak about repeal. The reporter was like, well, what's the difference between, you know, you're here at a pop parade, but you're slamming legalization. And, I'm, and we, I explained what it was. Right. You know? And, is, there, and, is, there, is there a recording of that? Yes. It's New York One. Okay. I'm on the news, New York One. Cool. Okay. You know, um, I, I think I may have posted a link or two in the leader group. You may yeah, have to scroll yeah, down the I wall to that. find it. Okay. Yeah. You know, it's been so long since I heard about David Deal, I forgot who he was. You know, and now I know when we met, and, you know, it's a good thing. But it's like, hey, you know, all these people, why aren't, you know, why, why don't the next generation know who the older generation is? You know what I'm saying? And that's what we're trying to look at because the new generation is hearing all this legalization shit. 
you know, and, and they're going to the top marches, but they're not knowing who, anybody, who the fuck, you know, any of the real founders are. You know what yep. I'm saying? Like, I grew up going to the pop marches in the city. I don't but know it's kind of like, like the new generation being being so uh, accustomed to this whole P-test thing. It's the same yeah. thing. They don't they don't know any better. Right. Yeah. Well, some of them do. I mean... Yeah, uh, some do. I was recently contacted by... Uh, uh, Dude here in Kentucky who's um, a grandson of uh, a woman that started the Arboretum here in Kentucky, and uh, and he grew up next to Gatewood Galbraith and went to school sure. with Gatewood Daughters, and uh, so he's been educated. Oh, yeah. yeah. And so yeah. there are a few grandchildren now that are now men, um, that are young men who uh, who know enough that they want to protect this plant and they understand what repeal prohibition is. There ain't many of them, but I'm being told there's a few here in Kentucky. Uh, they're, they're, they are catching on, like like I've told Carrie and we've talked about before. We've made we've made one hell of an impact, all of you guys. Right, I'm so proud of us. Yep, keep it going, man. Keep it going. Yep. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, California, Kenneth Pillar. Uh, actually, I'm in Hawaii. Okay. Hawaii. Which is way better. Which is way yeah, better. It's really, it's really beautiful. Back in uh, uh, the 80s and everything, they had something called the Green Harvest, and they had helicopters. They still got them now, but they had helicopters, and uh, it was like the Wild Wild West, gun shootouts and everything, and, and they eradicated uh, um, a lot of the uh, cannabis here in Hawaii. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, so, it, And a lot of people lost their homes and, and all their assets. And, and but yeah, I remember that. And, and so anyways, in June of 2000, Act 28 passed, and, and that provided uh, um, something that we have to have a blue card, and there's 13,000 patients in Hawaii that have blue cards and everything, but the Act 28 had nothing to tell us uh, um, where we could get our uh, medicine. And, and so if you do, can't grow your own, then basically you're going to be illegal if you're a patient and everything. So what just passed last week is HB uh, health bill numbers. It got moved from the DEA. Hawaii was on the DEA jurisdiction uh, uh, up until two years ago where it finally got transferred to the Department of Health. So that's a good thing. That's fantastic. Yes, that's wonderful. And in fact, the Fed have actually left the state. They, they're no longer, they used to be right here on the state, uh, Hawaii, but they were over in Honolulu wow. and stuff like this. They, they no longer are, are busting people or doing anything uh, on the federal level. So uh, um, that's a good thing. Just last week, just last week um, a bill passed, HB 321, having to do with a medical marijuana dispensary system statewide and it's a joke. 
It's a joke. It's a, um, once again, like Jamie was saying and other people are saying and everything, the corporations are, are trying to come into the Hawaii. Uh, you yeah, have to have yep. uh, $5,000 just to apply for a permit, which you don't have to have $5,000 to apply for a permit for anything else. Just yep. Falls in yep. line with what they're doing on the federal level. Yep. And, and also, it's $75,000. To start a dispensary, I, I, I mean, just you have to pay them that money to start a dispensary, and, and it's just ridiculous. Yeah, uh, you, can, you, can get in, just, you can get into a badass coffee company franchise for less than that. Yeah, yeah you're you got. It sounds like that bill's just slightly less than what they're trying to do in Oklahoma. In Oklahoma, it's ten thousand dollars to be a grower, and then it's a hundred thousand yeah. dollars to be a Holy dispensary. Cow. I guess they're all learning from Colorado, eh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly what's going on. And, My and they, God! And, and Colorado took their from California. Yeah. Okay, so, but we're not done yet. Uh, uh, here in Puna on the Big Island and everything, <laughs> there's a lot of activism going on here. There's, uh, um, everybody's just been waiting to see what the legislature did. Now. They just passed this bill. The governor's going to sign it. Nine yards and everything's going to go. And the dispensaries will start in 2016. Well, before that happens, we're getting together a coalition of people and we're looking at different ways we could do this, but we're planning an action. I've heard you mention Ron's name. I think you're talking about Ron Kuzinski and his son Conrad and stuff. I go way back with those with Ron. I'm talking wow. in, in, in 1989, I think I met Ron, and I was one of the first legal uh, cannabis patients in the country. Uh, um, I was number 2,515 in the country. So wow. I've been in this okay. for quite a long time, and I've had my blue card or whatever, my uh, medical card, every year since then, whether I'm in California or whether I'm in Hawaii. I always have it, and I always grow, and I'm growing now. I just want to mention this one thing. Seeds are so important. Seeds. So if you're yes. growing, keep one male plant of good stock and everything and, and make some more seeds for next year and the following year. Seeds are so important. Yes. I Absolutely. Yeah. I agree. And, and, and so what we're going to do is we're putting a coalition together here in Hawaii and everything. Uh, um, and we got a lot of good minds working on this. Uh, um, we're going to put together something to introduce, because a lot of people, they're, they're going to tax the hell out of it. They're talking about a 50% tax. 50%. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, in, in Colorado, 25%. Yes, uh, total. It's 15 to the growers, 10 to the dispensaries. Jesus. It's crazy. It's crazy what they're, they're trying to do. So we, we want to uh, introduce legislation uh, uh, that we could have cooperative uh, between the patients that have their little blue cards and uh, uh, that we could grow for each other. We, because right now, if I walked up to a guy that had a blue card and I have a blue card, we're both legal, I cannot even smoke a joint with him. That's illegal. Oh, my. You, can't transfer. you cannot transfer anything unless it's a caregiver to a patient. That's it. So everything That's that we've been doing is totally illegal. So we want to change it where, okay, go ahead and have your – uh, uh, dispensaries because they're going to go out of business because nobody yeah. here has the money. It, it's such a bad economy. Nobody has money to walk into a dispensary 
and, and pay uh, um, sixty bucks for, a, for an eight. You know, right, right, ridiculous. Yeah, I mean it's it it, it, it is it's I have to it looks exactly like it did around here in 2010 2011 and everybody's laws are being written the same. Yeah. And it's disgusting. It is. Yeah, it's more than disgusting. So I can't believe that anybody in the cannabis community would agree to this shit. Well, you see, and that's my whole ordeal. I always thought that you know we were a whole lot of peace loving, you know, fuck the yeah, man no, kind of people. Yeah, we're greedy bastards. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Have we lost Kiri again? All right. There we go. (laughs) Um, All right. So is that all from you, Kenneth? Yeah, that's enough for me right now, and I'll keep you guys posted on how we're doing over here. All right. Yeah, Kenneth, and I I think I might want to talk to you. This is Jamie a little bit, um, because that's what we had set up whenever everything got got started and they started really making laws in 2010. We did a uh, collective. And needless to say, every law that has come down, it's kind of completely illegal to do one of those in Colorado now. So I think that's extremely important over there. Yeah. yeah isn't that what, isn't that what California was complaining about with uh, with Prop 19, that it was going to kill 215 and, and kill the collective? Collective yeah. California. Yeah, they've they it, it's pretty much, and I don't know if it comes from the feds or otherwise, but it's pretty much written into law now that uh, we can't do collective medical grows or co-ops. Um, it, no, it not without a business license. Feds. It comes through the feds. They're yeah. doing on the federal level right now. On the federal level, Congress just signed uh, in, in, a law that basically does away with all collectives. All mm-hmm. dis- yeah. All, you know, it it all goes down in the pharmaceutical community. Oh, okay. man. Mary, go ahead. Take the board. To me? Yeah. Yep. Well, uh, other than what Congress has been doing, and uh, it's despicable, uh, you know. Um, Hello? 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 Can you hear, can you hear me? Yeah. Uh-huh. I can see you. Yes. Can you hear me? Yeah. Other than uh, what I said, you know, you know, if you look at what Congress has been doing, they've pretty much um, recently, you know, passed a law that's do away with all that. Hello. So when it does away with all that, it what it does away with, it will also, in my opinion do away with all the um, recreational use of marijuana because um, if it's only regulated through their FDA dispensary, FDA approved dispensaries, then um, how are you going to have recreational use because all you have left is medical use? Thank you, Mary. Yeah. That's right. So, Uh I'm the big recreational supporter here, I bet, as well. I'm sure all of you are, but... Right. But. Well, and I think Freedom uh, Freedom Garden supports all use of cannabis, and I think yeah. that's why yeah. it needs, you know, major support right now. Right. And, uh, and you know, Ron... Um, like Kenneth, I've I've known Ron for a very long time. Um, I'm thinking it was around the same time Kenneth met uh, Ron that 
I was first contacted by Ron. Um, and, you know, like Ron, you know, I have a tendency to disappear from the scene. He has a t- tendency to disappear and retreat. I think it's something that some of us have to do that if, if you have PTSD, sometimes you got to. I have, I have to do it. I have to do it too, just because um, I'm kind of a not necessarily a recluse, but but uh, because I'm still very outgoing. But but I like I have to have my own time. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think we all go through that at times where we we just gotta hide away from from the activism and. Yeah, <laughs> just all the shit. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, um, just to let you know, uh, um, Mary, I do not associate with Ron uh, uh, any longer and everything, uh, um, but uh, I do associate with his son Conrad. Right. right. Yeah. Well, I have I haven't been in touch with Ron personally for a long time. Uh, me and Ron had some issues, but uh, you know, I I believe that. Uh, his heart's in the right place, and um, oh yeah, agreed. and he knows what the hell he's doing. He's just yep. got agreed. He's got agreed. some issues. A lot of us have ego issues, but um, and I think uh, ego definitely an issue in this movement. I think I think <laughs> oh, yeah. we almost have to have a little bit of an ego to step forward and step out and to use your voice. You know, <laughs> and he's got a really powerful one. I mean, he's, he's done a lot. Right. Yeah, he does. And, um, and One or the other. I'm not sure he realizes how powerful it is, but... Dad or Can you me? Um, Can you hear me? Kentucky, there's we been... We can hear you. I don't know if y'all been watching what's happening in Kentucky or um, what's, you know, hap- you know not happening <laughs> Right. But, um, you know, they passed the CBD oil bill. They passed the hemp bill. Then most everybody act like, oh, the war is won because we got a CBD oil bill. They did that here, too, by the way. Mm -hmm. They passed CBD here in Oklahoma. Right, right. I forgot about that. And then, uh, but, you know, like I said, there's some young people that have come forward lately to say that they realize that um, this plant needs protection. I, I've had a person tell me that there's a, a farm here in Kentucky that's an old family farm, has lots of money, um, is willing to stand on top of a heritage seed crop and say, I'm sorry, we're not planting GMO hemp in our field. Um, and uh seems to have... Hello? Um, Hello? Hello? Have you, can you hear me? Hold on, there's somebody saying hello. Who is that? Oh, no, I'm on something else. Hmm? One more time? No, I was talking to someone else. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> ah, I got you. <laughs> All right, so go, go, go ahead, Mary. But, uh, so, um... You know, I, currently we've got some young people looking for some heritage hemp seed here in Kentucky. Um, I'm being told it's not easily found here. Uh, I agree with 
what Kenneth said, speed is an issue, and mm-hmm. me and Ron said a few years ago when we tried to get some seeds together for a protest that we weren't able to get seeds together on. Uh, <clears throat> I may be able to get you in contact with some seeds. I'll work on it, and then I'll have them mailed to you. Well, if you can get me some heritage hemp seed, that would be awesome. I know there is heritage hemp seed here, and if I have to get out and walk the railroad tracks, fine. <laughs> I will walk these tracks, okay? <laughs> and and they gave me a wheelchair 20 years ago and told me I'd never walk again. <laughs> but I will find the heritage hemp seed here if nobody else does. Um, so, uh, but as far as much going on, I tried to get the global march going here this year, and everyone just ignored me and act like I wasn't saying anything to them. I don't know if I'm so heavily censored that they're not getting anything that I'm putting out, uh, but I know when I call people and they don't return my fucking call. Uh, eventually, they had to have got my message or something. I don't know. Well, uh, Mary, I imagine it's kind of a lot like what's going on here in Oklahoma, where uh, if your name's Carrie Prophet, <laughs> you're pretty much voiceless in the movement. <laughs> hey, yeah, I, I pretty much got told by somebody. That, well, I posted it on my wall that that I was told that I was I'd lost all credibility as a cannabis activist. So really what you need to do is is get, just like I did, get one person with you, you know what I'm saying? Go to a legalization rally with a banner for repeal and explain to people the difference. And I can Mm -hmm. guarantee you, you will have people with you in a heartbeat. And that's, you know, when we have the marshes here, we get 30, we get 40 people, you know what I'm saying? But that's not enough in order to make a change, you know what I'm saying? That's why we went to the one in the city this year. And as soon as I got there, first of all, as soon as I got there, people came up and thanked me for having the banner say, deschedule, fucking repeal, and nullify. You know what I'm saying? Right. Thank you. There were people walking around saying, no, it's not rescheduled, it's deschedule, yelling at the legalizers. And when they saw me, they were like, thank God you're here. Like, people knew who I was before I even introduced myself. They were like, oh, you're Kim. Oh, you're Kim. So I'm, like, I'm on phone like that. You know what I'm saying? I thought I was just local. Right. Well, yeah, and that's, that, that's good to hear because that's kind of how I keep hitting people, of course, in my little conservative corner. Right. But there are people listening, like I said. Lots of people stand. Lots of people will agree with you. It's just getting those people that'll stand out there with you. Right, yeah, right. Yeah, that's what. I, that's what I found. I went to a rally here in Oklahoma City. Gary was there, and I talked to a lot of people about repealing. Some of them, when when we when we left the meeting, they added me as a friend on Facebook, and they, we were talking about stuff. And then apparently, I said something because they're they're still you know stuck in the legalizing thing. I said the thing about. I'm not. I'm not pro legalization. I'm against that shit. And all of a sudden, I'm not their friend. Mm-hmm. Right. They're just yeah. not You're you're pro rights, and wow, we can't have that. Well, <laughs> this is why I'm surprised I'm still accepted into that little high time circle. 
Oh, right. That blows me away. Yeah. It blows me away. (laughs) Speaking of high times, uh, they had uh, an article out, and they were, uh, what was it about? Damn it, I can't remember what it was about. I posted it in the later group, but I made a comment there, and I told, oh, it was about that uh, repeal bill in Texas. And yeah. they were like, and they were all using words like legalization and say, saying that uh, if 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 they really think it's a plant from God, then why are they supporting the tax and regulate model? And I told them, man, this this ain't legalization; it's repeal, and it and it don't yeah. it don't have nothing to do with the tax and regulate model. This makes it lawful like dirt. Well, it it, um, it kind of does because it actually addresses commerce because it says to make you know criminal stuff. But but yeah, I mean it makes certain certain activities are still going to be a crime. And that's right, probably, right. Like that's if you sell to a minor. Yeah. yeah well, well, if they ever get the magazine published. But it, it, anyways, let me finish telling you. They they completely removed everybody's comments. They removed mine and they removed everybody else's. They removed Joseph Petrie for writing about repeal, but, uh, you know, if I ever get the magazine published, I've got a few articles that he's written about the issue and about High Times Magazine. Oh, God, yes. (laughs) Oh, yes, I love that man's opinion about so many things. (laughs) Now, who was that? Joe Petrie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's a he certainly is a interesting individual. I have to look him up. Bill Petrie. I don't I don't know if I've ever heard of him. Ooh. I don't. The king of oh, Nepal. The king of Nepal. Yep. Is, yeah, I, I think Mary's mentioned him a few times. Joe Petrie. Joe Petrie. Is that uh, uh, like oh, this is Hawaii? I'm gonna have to drop out. Hmm. I'm going to have to drop out, you guys, and everything. Let's keep it up, keep up the torch and everything, and spread the communication and education. Yeah. Will do. Will do. Um, Thank you for your time. Thank you. Thank Thank you, Dennis. Thank you. Aloha, everybody. Aloha. 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 I can hear you. All right. Um... Okay, well, uh, while we still got uh, some of us on here, is everyone here? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I lost my mouse, so I'm kind of looking around and dumbfounded right now. <laughs> um, let me see what's going on here with the agenda. Okay. Um, well, all right, we went through the introductions and updates, and we'll continue the general discussion uh, if you guys want after we get the rest of this business taken care of. Yeah, I do have With, something I'd like to run by a couple of you guys. Okay. Okay, well, right now we're going to discuss the the next meeting, and um, I was thinking with uh, about uh, uniting of friends and allies, uh Maybe get together with uh, with like Donna Lambert, uh, the uh, U.S. Marijuana Party, uh, all the people and 
and friends that we have who do support us, even even if they're not a part of our of our movement, but are doing things to make uh, legislation more uh, people friendly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, maybe we can maybe we can come to. Uh, Listen, yeah, I don't know, but somehow we need to all come together and, and work with each other. I think somehow. Yeah. And Harry, and yeah. Harry, have you not paid attention to the US Marijuana Party's website? No. Go there yeah. right now and look at the links across the top of the page. Oh and yeah. Yeah. I noticed it's that. It's hurtful. You see natural rights or freedom to garden. You see uh Okay, hey, speaking of that and and that's awesome because if I think you're saying they already have links across the top, yeah. friends and allies, basically. Okay, that's what I was uh, hoping when we all get together. Maybe we could uh, come up with a uh, hotmail uh, or a script that we can all put into our web pages and link to each other as friends and allies or whatever, and then it, it would be at the top of all of our pages and or at the bottom, either way, at, in the header or the footer. That sounds like web definitely put it in the header. 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 Definitely. Okay. Yes. You don't want it in the footer because but nobody goes down the bottom of the page. Right. Okay, so but I was thinking maybe we could do something like that and help promote each other in that way and... I know, like uh, I, I know, Melvin's got like the uh, overgrow. overgrow, and we got you know Donna Lambert, uh, American cannabis, yeah, uh, whatever the hell it is, coalition. But, yeah, coalition, and so, and so we do have friends and allies. I mean, even though I give them shit about their legalization talk, <laughs> sure, sure. you know what though, yeah. Donna, Donna actually gets it. I know, I know she does. I know she does, but she's. I I can see why she's trying to take another angle. Yes, she's trying to re 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 uh, define the word legal, but but right, right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Good luck with that. (laughs) She's using the word too loosely, and that's what we need to get right. Right. We need to start. We need to start saying repeal. Big time. Right. Usually, when I type legal I or legalize, always. it's always per, it's always parenthesized. Right. He <laughs> says, <too>, yeah. <laughs> in quotations. Yeah. I always put it in quotations. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, right. maybe uh, yeah. in the leader group, I'll post something, and we can just uh, make a list of people and groups that we think need to be called to this next meeting. Okay. And uh, I don't know. We'll call the Freedom for Cannabis meeting or something, and we'll come up with something and and just invite every invite everybody. I hate liberty. Liberty's like, hey, can I can I have an apple? And freedom's like, hey. I'm going to take this apple. <laughs> See, and I always saw it differently. I always saw it as uh, liberty was freedom with responsibility. Right. Okay, yeah. okay. I could take that. About with responsibility and while we're talking about all joining together and all this, 
You all might hate me for what I'm about to say. <laughs> oh, I love doubt it. I love it. But I think uh, if you look at what it says about organizations and guidelines for organizations and all that shit, um, legally, we have a responsibility to come together once a year. Yeah. And, okay, but... Uh, but let, let's be clear about Americans for cannabis. We're really not an uh, registered right. organization. We are. I, I'm trying to keep this as grassroots as possible. Yeah. Hi, my name is Robert. <laughs> right, and and that's why you know our meeting. I tried to kind of do like a regular meeting type thing this time and have an agenda, so just because I wanted to stay on track, but. <laughs> And, and it worked out. It worked out not quite as good as I thought it would, but still, we'll get better at this. Yeah, right. we will. And I do think we do start need to start having uh, more meetings. Like, if not monthly, maybe every other month. If we could meet six times a year. That would be more than what we've done in the last year. Yeah. But you don't believe that you have a personal responsibility to come together at least once a year? And meet oh, faith. right, right. Well, uh, absolutely. I mean, as a, I mean, as a group, yeah, and as a leader of this, as a leader of the group, I, I do feel like we have. I, I need to bring us together at least once a year and. Well, we have we have come together at least once a year. Not everybody has joined us, right? But we can't make people be there. We can't we can't make them have the time to be there. We can't change shit going on in their lives. Right. And 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 coming together, is, you know, for somebody like Kenneth who lives in Hawaii, that would be really impossible. What I think is, I think that um, we should take the next year. And individually save our money, and then go to the Gen Policy Conference next year. Because you know they're about to have the money, and they have the applications online for the scholarship on the twenty second. But they never give people like that the scholarships. You One know? more time. So, so I'm intending, I'm intending next year to actually be at the Gen Policy Conference. You know, and I think others should come as well, and, and we should represent as a whole. I'm not understanding anything. Yeah, you're you're really distorted, Kim. Are, are you? Yeah, are you are you on like speaker? Or? All right, It's still it's still crackly. It's almost like your your mouth may be either too close to the phone or not close enough. I don't know what yeah, it is. It's not started with the with the problem base. You know what I mean? Muffled, like you're muffled. Yeah. Maybe maybe your mic is up too loud or your headset is up too loud or something. Uh, do you hear me now? Yes. That's yes. better. Uh, well, what I'm saying is, uh, you know the annual drug policy conference? Yes. In DC? Yes. I think that we should make it a point next year to have at least two or three state leaders to attend as a group. Pay our own way, you know, pay our own tickets, our own hotel because they don't get scholarships. For people like that. I've been a to this conference scholarship for three years and it's never been approved. You know, and I think that's somewhere that we really need to be in order to get a real voice in there and really meet these policymakers and what's really going on. 
I have to agree on I, I don't know. Because... Somebody is on speakerphone and flipping their phone around or something. <laughs> I hear a dog or something. Well, I don't know how you can live with dogs when you can't really live with dogs when you can live with dogs. I feel like. Oh, yeah, that's weird. You can live with dogs when you can't live with dogs in the bedroom. <laughs> and I'm on but my But I phone. was going to say is I feel that it's not too big of a requirement. Yeah, I hear a dog. <laughs> uh, or wind or something. It's too big of a requirement. And to ask teachers to attend a meeting once a year, I don't think that's a big requirement of leadership. I think that when it comes in a teller is in Hawaii. The Drug Policy Conference, the DPA annually sponsors. That I think attend, that he could attend his state leadership. He could attend his leadership members. Uh, that he could attend by proxy. Okay. Um, no, that, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is every year the Drug Policy Alliance has a conference in D.C. And all the legalization entities and the press and, and all the politicians get together and they take policy and what they need to do about it. And I'm saying that I think um, that there should be several group leaders that actually attend okay, next year. Yeah. You know, that that's gives, that gives individuals that are willing to attend a year to save their money. For the ticket. Was, hello. Okay. I was saying that I think it's not too big of a requirement to require state leadership to become together once a year if they want to, you know, if they want to remain in state leadership. I think they should be able to come together once a year. I think. Okay. Is there any comments on what I just said though about the official Drug Policy Alliance conference? I think, that, I think that's a, I, I I think that's a great idea. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about Americans as a cannabis coming together as a group. I'm talking Americans for cannabis going to the Drug Policy Alliance co- Conference as an entity. That's right. what I'm talking about. Well, I don't know about as an entity, but... <laughs> yeah, can, well, can more just, than, can you know, one person is an entity. Uh, one person is an entity. One okay, person there to represent the organization. Two is better. Three is I, awesome. Four is powerful. Five is you're starting to get heard. Hello? I said earlier that I thought that was a good idea to some extent. I have some, um, I have some concerns or some, not really concerns, but, uh, I have done Reservation? I wonder how many of you have dealt personally with Drug Policy Alliance face I have. I know Gabe and Cassandra, the New York reps. Gabe uh-huh. Sange. He's the one that they quote in all the papers, and he's the go-to guy for all the press and the politics and the publicity. He's the one in New York you hear from. I know him personally. We he steals my banners. Listen, listen, to- the Drug Policy Alliance steals my banners at rallies. 
okay? If my signs are put to the side for a minute so I can talk to people or give them other information, he sends people to go steal my signs. I know the Drug Policy Alliance very well. They are dirty. They play dirty. I know they play dirty. That's why it's important for for us to come in, you know, into them and, and be able to talk to other people that are there and to get them on our side because all they're hearing is their propaganda. Right. They, they, they think the Drug Policy Alliance right. is the end-all, be-all in policy. You finish. Right. Let me finish, okay? But yeah, let, let Mary right. finish on, on... About attending an event that they put on once a year, and they charge how much for you to attend this event, and who gets all the profit from that? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Now, here's that's what I point. think. I think yeah, we should just crash day, that motherfucker with a protest right out front. Yeah, there you go, Kay. That's how we should end a protest right there. But how are you going to get it? All right, and and when you have the protest, when when they're inside and everyone's outside, they're giving every attendee 101 reasons not to stand for us, not to listen to us, not to engage with us. We're going to be the complete enemy. All right, when you're on the inside, you're able to talk. You're able to change ideas freely with no reservations. When you're inside the conference, you're an equal. Well, if you're outside, well, you're the enemy, know. and that's, that's the angle. That's the but... angle that people need to need to start doing. Because the bottom line, if we don't spend no money, they're going to keep us out, and we can't infiltrate and change it from the inside of their organization. And I know, I know from experience that it only takes one person to stand up, because then you're right. going to have fourteen, fifty people behind behind you. That's what happened to me at the Pop March. I made so many connections at the Pop March, it's ridiculous. Attending the Pop March and speaking freely, infiltrating a legalization event is what got me my public access TV station. So it works. If it costs a couple dollars, it comes back to you in the long run, period. Uh, you know, and for, for someone to have a year to save, you know, who can't save $2 a day for a year in order to attend this conference? I'm going to, because I'm going uh, Okay, back back. Let, okay, we got a little bit off from what Mary was talking about. She was it, talking about the leaders having a meeting at least once a year. But here's what I'm gonna why I'm gonna object to saying <laughs> that that should happen. For one, uh, a lot of our leaders they're the only ones. <laughs> They're going to have a meeting with themselves. So, I mean, I can see that if you you got five or six contacts in your state that you can fucking get together and talk with once a month, once a year, once a week, that would be wonderful. Carrie, I was the only one. Listen, I was the only one up here kicking full repeal for three years. Right. Three years straight by myself with no one helping me. And now I I wound up connecting with the other people that are underground because people like us, we don't have an opportunity to come to the forefront. So we think we're the only ones doing it, but we're not. I can guarantee you're not the only one in your area, you know, that is. It feels this way. You're right. Right. It's just those people are ignorant on how to have contact with us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 I see what you're saying, Kim, but I'm trying to get the deal with what, Mary was saying with the state leaders, I, I want to go back to that again, 
Okay, what I'm saying is that I don't think it's a good idea to mandate that our leaders have meetings when they may be the only ones in attendance. Yeah. Because if if Oklahoma was to have a meeting, it would be me and Robert. Yep. Okay? I I don't think you understand what I'm saying. I'm saying that state leaders should come together once a year. In other words, you, uh, me, Robert, right, Kim. right, and that's what we do. We we do get together at least once a year, Mary. I that's mean, what this is. Yeah. Give me some ice and have a. No, that, I think that, that's what this, this calls about is having week. a meeting. And uh, we, you missed this, one here a while back that we had. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> 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 And actually, me and Robert had a couple meetings with with Ron before he was brought into the group. And but uh, right. I mean, so but yeah, we do we do try and have at least one meeting. And I think you're right. I think we should. But I we, I personally we think we need to have at least more than one. I think we should go for at least two meetings a year. <laughs> go to your public access station and, and start a public access station and have contact information in people now, for people to reach you. I'm not Getting sure a, a I public have access, access. I'm not sure we have public access TV here in Alva, Oklahoma. <laughs> you have cable? You have cable okay. like Time Warner or any type of cable company? Yes, we have, the, and they have a public here. access channel. Every every city, hat every city in every state has a public access channel. That's that's um, true. Okay. There is a law. There is a law that says, well, especially for New York State, that cable companies, internet information companies, have to donate five percent of their proceeds into public access television. You know, the okay. location may not be that great, but when you get inside the studio, it should be pretty good. The studio yeah. I got is awesome. Like, I was I, surprised I, I, it's I, as awesome as it is. And then, I, and then I, have people, I have people that donate. Hello? 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 Uh, I think Kim got cut off. Kim? She'll call Hello? back. She'll call back. All the information's on Sanctuary TV on public access. Okay. Well, public, public, public access is in every state and in every city. Okay. It's on your world, and it's on Diverse Sanctuary. Go to any one of my websites, you'll find it. Bernard, are you still there? Yes, I'm still here. <laughs> okay. Hey, Bernard. Yeah. Awesome. Come back, Kimberly. Uh, we didn't hang up on you. Yeah, I think her phone died or something. Somebody take somebody texted in the room. This is on the computer. Had something come up here with Jamie left. I think she called from the computer. Yeah, it's just uh Jamie did leave. Oh. Wonder when that happened. Uh, she had something come up. Okay, and so it's just me, you, Robert, uh, Bernard, and Mary right now. Okay, all right. Well, um, hold on. I'm I'm sending a message to uh, Kimberly if she's still on. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, tell her to come back on and finish what she was saying. Yeah, just said, <laughs> call back. We lost you. All right. Okay. So, yeah. Log public access or on Sanctuary TV there. They're all posted. Okay. All the, all the information. Kimberly is a very powerful woman. I like her. Yeah, yeah. She, she's she, definitely she, got her. She likes to get her. shit done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's a, she's a go-getter. Some of us aren't as uh, publicly... Um, I'm not a public speaker necessarily. Right, no, me neither. So there is I'm that. I'm sure I'm not anymore. Well, and and some people just don't have that in them. So right. I'm pretty good in a small group, but but get me out in a where I have to stand up at a microphone, I think I'll freeze. All right, New York is back. Let me unmute. Hi, Kimberly. Let me unmute. Uh, yeah, the call dropped. Okay, you back, Cam? Yeah, the call dropped. But what I was saying is, you know, it, it's easy to get a public access TV show. I didn't know it was easy to get it as it is. Otherwise, I would have been there. A long time ago, a long time ago, I tried to get one, and they wouldn't get in touch with me. They would never return my emails or my calls, so I gave up. So now right. I tried again. It's new people in charge, and they embraced it, and they were happy to hear what the show topics were going to be about. You know, and on top of that, you know, I also had studio equipment that is is being, you know, I'm able to use some cameras, all the equipment, yeah. the, the green yeah. screen, and that's not even in the studio. This is like Joe Barton and, and, and Paul Gloria are, you know, they're helping me out with some equipment. You know, they're going to let me use the HD, you know, a regular fucking HD professional movie camera so I can go and shoot footage on the outside. You know, they really came forward to help me out a lot, you know. And that's why I'm saying it's important that even if we are the only ones or we think we're the only ones, no matter how long we struggle for, we're going to wind up finding a whole group of people like, I was so happy. If I were to look to the top marks, I'd still be, you know what I'm saying? Like, gee, I'm not even doing it. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah, I do. Yep. Um, what I was explaining, what I was ex- explaining to, to everybody before you came back was that some of us aren't powerful speakers like you. Yeah. Some of us, some of us might not be comfortable on a public access TV channel or... Well, I sure wouldn't a, be <laughs> in front of a in front of a big crowd. I'm sure I could get accommodated to it at some point, but but that's a bit, that's a, you know for for me that's pretty bold. I mean, I, I'm not saying it's it's out of line or anything. I'm just saying I don't know if I could do it. Yeah, well, for me, I'm not afraid to make make a mistake or sound like an asshole. You know. What I mean? <laughs> You know, when I went to the pop march, I literally was running out two hours of sleep for the past 48 hours. I had a migraine headache. I had to travel three hours to the city. The parade started at 12, you know, everybody was supposed to round up at 11 o'clock. It started at 12.30 and ran till 5, and then I had to, you know, go to the bus stop. We need to have a pop march. For another three-hour trip back to Albany, and I was half dead. So by the time, you know, even the march started, so I'm feeling foggy and like I can't, you know, really uh, say what I would be 
that I was still able to say what I needed to say, even though I don't like how I sounded and, you know, oh, do you know Dana Bill? No, I don't know who that is. No, oh, I know who Dana Bill is. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, that's what I was, I was but, saying. Um, if I get in a small group or I get somebody, you know, by themselves, I, I'll talk, I can ramble on with anybody. Yeah. And, uh, and I'm not, and I'm not shy. I don't, I don't know any strangers. I'll talk to anybody on the street. Uh, right. But, but put me in front of a microphone or something, and I'm lost. Yeah. <laughs> Google eyes sets in. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, well, I don't. I, you, just wanted I've to read. I've considered doing a podcast. I've considered, you know, all that kind of stuff. Derby, you know. Even the legalizers here were like, oh, we can't have the march that day. That's the day we have Derby. Well, um, here's what, speaking of this march and and Kim being right and all, um, (laughs) we really do, we really should because, you know, I've I've got that page on Facebook, the Global Marijuana March app. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, we can just convert that, and we'll, I mean, what we should do is just make up our own march on the same fucking day but for repeal. And then all we do is we piggyback on what... You're not hearing me. What? Legalizers here did not want to have a march that day, because that day... Is the derby, and it's always been that way. Right, and you and you won't be doing a march on on NASCAR day either, or football day either. It just won't happen. Right. Right. So that that's just how that works. People are idiots. Yeah, we understand that. That's not the only date for marches. You know, there's there's other. You know, there's the 420 rally. You know, every year. You know, there's yep. plenty of them. So it doesn't necessarily have to be in the first weekend of May. You know, yeah, and, and you're right, though. What? I was going the direction that Carrie was going, and I was trying to get control of the weed stock page here um, because, uh, you know, it's obvious people have lost interest in Global March here. It collides with Derby. They want to go to Derby. They don't give a fuck about the March on Derby Day. So you got to have people go to Derby and hand out flyers and have sure. T-shirts and not. Uh, you know, I tried to do that last year, and no one would do that. They were afraid they would be arrested for crashing Derby, uh, and I tried the permit for Derby. We could not get the permit for Derby. The closest we could get to it was, you know, halfway across town. You don't need a permit because you're a political organization. Political organizations don't have to be registered with the state. You know what I'm saying? There doesn't have to be, like, a a tax-exempt thing. You can go there under politics as as an average American. Yeah. you You actually have more power as an as an individual citizen than you do as a corporation or... Like I told them, we could go there as individual citizens and hand out flyers or cards or pass out information start conversations with people, and we'd be more protected. But could I get anyone to listen to me or do that? Maybe not. Maybe not this year. Maybe next year. Maybe the year after that. Just don't stop. 
Well, you uh, know, the way, the way that we do it, like I go to events, Albany in the summertime and springtime has all kinds of events. Like we have Tulip Fest, you know, we have the Alaga Five Music Festivals and all that shit. And what we do is I'm giving people Capital District Cannabis Consortium T-shirts, and they're all the same. And we go there, we all have jury notification information and trackholds that I made for the Capital District Cannabis Consortium and Americans for Cannabis. And we go there, and people that smoke weed will come up and be like, I like your shirt. And they'll be like, hey, great. Hey, what do you know about repeal? You know, how, how, what do you know about the state of legalization in New York? And then we sit there and we talk to them, and then we give them our information instead right. of going and bum-rushing people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because, you know, we go over there and we look like we're cool. You know what I'm saying? We don't look like we're just, tra- hey, take this paperwork. Ah, ah. You know, <laughs> we, we give people the opportunity to approach us, and that's why it's important to have, like, a T-shirt or, like, right. a banner. Like, like yep. I said, that banner you got for me, Carrie, Carrie, everybody loves it. Like, everybody said it was the best banner at the pop parade. Cool. Everybody. They said it was the nicest looking one. You know what I'm saying? It, it had the best message, and everybody was happy to hear it, you know. Which one do you have? The New York State Committee to Legalize. What happened? Dana put me right in front of the New York State Committee to Legalize Marijuana. So instead of seeing them, you saw me with my thing. And whenever they said legalize marijuana, we were going, when they say legalize, we say repeal. They go legalize, we say repeal. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) I love it. You know, and like I said, when I went, it was just me and my homegirl. And my homegirl don't know nothing about weed policy. I fucked around, and I some real shit. I gave her a leaf T-shirt. You know, cops say legalized drugs. Ask me why. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And we kept coming to her and saying, are you going to march for that? She was like, no, she's with me. I'm with her. So when you're seeing our pictures, you see someone you think is a leaf supporter holding my banner. Oh, <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I really played them like that because I never got over how they played me when they come up there two years ago. So that was never a playback to them. Right. You know what I'm saying? But it, it was it was man hold it went, and then the first half hour I had I had like thirteen, fifteen people that were with me, and they were handing out cards for me and the the fusion tripods, you know, and um, the lady from fusion had sent me a bunch of uh, medical. Uh, medical marijuana during medical prescription cards, you know, from a case that was in Massachusetts. You know, we were handing them out, and people were very receptive to it. You know, they were taking pictures of it on the news. You know, Claire Gloria, she recorded me, and she put it on her TV show. You know, I'm on Pop Talk with Joe Burton. You know, so it's getting there. You know, yeah. our voices are starting to get heard, and, and they were, you know, and basically, you know, hooking up with Joe and Claire, they're very happy to. You know, we're happy to have met each other because now I can learn off of them because Joe's been doing it since 71. Like I said, he was at the first, the first normal meeting and he still him up and put him in a closet. You know what I'm saying? So, so there's a lot of shit that, you know, we're starting to connect with the real people that are going to give us the, the broader focus, you know, and the thing with them is they have the supporters you know, that can really make things happen, and now those supporters are supporting us. You know what I'm saying? And, like, what I'm trying to do with my public access show is in about, you know, I'm going to, we're trying to get it up good. Before I even air anything, I'm going to learn how to use all the equipment. 
So I can do a real professional and good-looking show, not just some, you know, bullshit where we're just sitting there, like, looking at each other. Right. <laughs> you know, and then, and then when I get this show good, you know, I'm going to air it. I'm going to take the copies off of public access, and I'm going to put them on my YouTube channel, you know, I'll, you know and so broadcasting that stuff. On public access, you can't ask for money, but you can say, to the 10th corner, I'll give you a T-shirt. So then we can start encouraging participation. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. On corners, and and in about a year, you know, once I start building up an audience, and I know the audience is going to be there, you know. So so once we build up the audience in about a year, I'll put up a GoFundMe. Maybe we can do some real network shit. Right. I, I'm I'm curious about that public access not being able to ask for uh, donations. I'm not sure that absolutely true in every state because uh, I watch a program, The Atheist Experience out of Austin, Texas and they are public access and they most definitely talk about donating. You can go to their website and donate to the cause, to the American yeah. Atheist Association. Yeah, it's like a not-for-profit organization, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. But in New York, like, we can't do anything commercial on public access. So you would have to be a non-profit. Yeah, and I'm not going that route. You know what I'm right. saying? What, right, I'm yeah, gonna I... do, what I'm going to have, what I can do on public access is advertise AmericansForCannabis.com, the Capital District Cannabis Consortium stuff, right. you know, and links and descriptions and contact info and all that because that's not advertising for money. Right. Yeah. You know, that, that'll bring it to people in the broader audience. And also, with public access, what everyone needs to know is public access channels, you have to live in the city or the, or, or the area where you're, you know, or the town that you're trying to have it aired on. Correct. But if you, if you want to air a program that is filmed somewhere else, all you have to do is have a letter from that producer and live in that area. Like, you could take my program and broadcast it in Oklahoma if I give you permission. Oh, right. Yeah. That, right. That's probably what we'll do because a lot of us aren't aren't comfortable in front of a camera or that sort of thing. And, and because you have that power, we're yeah. going to let you do it. <laughs> <laughs> and you can, do, you can do just that if you want to do that in your area. You could, uh, what is called is syndication, okay? You could syndicate sure. the channel in your area uh, uh, for an hour or two. Like I have an, a two-hour time slot, or did have, I don't know, they probably give it to somebody else by now. But I had a two-hour time slot here in Bowling Green at the cable station. Uh, so, uh, so you don't want to shoot any programs in your area. You could go down and and get a time slot in your area, and just let other Kimberly, who right. is um, shooting who's shooting in her area, you could let her send you the program on DVD, and then you could take it down to your station and, and play two-hour yeah. time slot <clears throat> or whatever time slot they give you. You have to, you know, if they assign you an hour, you have to fill that hour time slot with programming. But when you fill it with programming, you have to have permission from the producers 
of the programming you're filling that time slot with, right? Correct. Yep. All righty. Yeah, that sounds really great, actually. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Let's do that. Good job, Kimberly. Get on that shit. (laughs) Like I said, you know, before, like, I want to put some quality programming out. You know, I watch public access, and you know how a lot of it is garbage. You know, mm-hmm. it looks like crap. You know, I, I'm going. I'm going to learn how to edit and do everything right off top. Kim, you know, Kimberly, I, I'm going to learn how to navigate. I've been, I've been working on that for a few years myself, trying to teach myself that. My experience is it takes one or two or three people to produce a program. Well, I have. I have the, pub, the public access guy. It's going to help me out. And he, every Saturday, he told me he's going to train me how to do everything. And Saturday, we start with editing. Can't find anybody here to help me yet, but I'm helping with the public access station because on ours, it was advertised that they had workshops. So I, when I had emailed them to start, <laughs> you know, I asked him about that, and he said, "Well, we don't do the workshops anymore because too many." Hello? There there she goes again. Uh-oh. All right. Well, when she gets back on, I think we need to go ahead and bring this to a close, guys. Yeah, might need to because it's getting on in a day. Yeah, it is. It's... <laughs> wow. Yeah, We've been at this for nearly four hours, three hours. What she was saying is is every station in your area offers free workshops on how to use the equipment, how to produce a program. Some of them do, some of them don't. It depends on how big of a neighborhood you live in, how much equipment they have, all that shit. For instance, okay. I'm in Bowling Green right now. Bowling Green doesn't have that much equipment. They're Hello? Um, and somebody's beeping in, and that's why you're hearing me clicking and out. But okay. anyway, so, um, but like when I was in Cincinnati, Cincinnati's a big city. They had all kinds of equipment, a huge production station, all kinds of classes, and you could go there and learn anything and check out their equipment and carry it around with you wherever you wanted and shoot whatever you want and bring it back in. And they'd help you edit the shit and put it on t- on for you. So, you know, everybody's every every place where you're at slightly different, but it's you know it's there and it's free for you to use. You know, right? Yep. All no, right. I, I, well, I, like I don't I don't know if she's gonna be calling back or not. I sent I, I sent a message to the chat. Told her we lost her again. I she made a message. Okay. Here here she is. Right on. Should be unmuted. Hi, Kimberly. Yeah, I keep getting All right. Well, uh, Kim, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. All right. I, I think we're going to go ahead and bring this to a close. We've already been at it nearly three hours. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I didn't catch that. I said I'll let you guys know when I have content ready. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Okay. If Kimberly's, Great. Good deal. On, Kimberly's working on getting productions together there, 
I might try to get something going here again and see if we can't get something or something. All right. Sounds good. Yeah, okay, guys. Let, let's go ahead and end this call. I got, I got other stuff I was going to do today, so yeah. I'm right. sure, sure you guys okay. probably have other things to do, too. <laughs> yes, sir. All right, yeah. well. Oh, uh, before it rains again. It's been good. It's been, yeah, it's been yeah. good, and I'm glad that it, we had like uh, eight or nine people on the call at one one time, so that was pretty good. <laughs> Let, let's let's try to do this again in a month. Okay. It, well, um, yeah, we'll be talking about. Uh, I want to come together with uh, the friends and allies meeting sometime within next month. All right. All right. Okay. All right. So, uh, and uh, I guess if we got anything else we need to say to each other, we can get get on the group and say it. You bet. Okay. All right. Thanks, everybody. Have a good Bye. night. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.